More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Would you rather watch a scary show or a sad show with uh, The Last of Us and uh, the episode that uh, was this past weekend? <laughs> yeah, I literally am still thinking about it. I cannot shake it. But uh, mm-hmm. stays but, with you. But again, if I would have watched a scary movie, I would be trying to shake that too. So uh, yeah, which is easier to shake? Yeah. <laughs> Patty says, I got to choose sad. I live alone and I can cry myself to sleep, but scary, I may never sleep again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Patty. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Good morning, guys. I would definitely rather be sad and have a really good cry. My mental state is refreshed and I have released all of my pent up emotions. Have a wonderful day, Lori. <laughs> okay, Lori. You bring up a good point, Lori. All right, yes. This text says, I would rather be scared. I don't get so teary-eyed. I don't get teary-eyed, so most times I find sad just corny. However, the good doctor last episode had me in tears over The Last of Us. Okay. Really? The good doctor? That's a pretty good show, I think. Is it still on air? I don't. It must be. She's watching it. I don't watch a lot on network TV, unless it's on global television. <laughs> nice. Good answer. All right, you got Scary one Scary for sure. Then you at least get that exciting adrenaline rush, rather than being just completely bummed out for however long afterwards. Also, you can almost always tell yourself that a scary movie isn't real or relatable. We're sad movies. You're always inspired by true events. It could more than likely happen to you. That's a very good point. Ooh, that's a great text. That's a very good point. You're right. Well, some of these scary movies nowadays, they try to make like based yeah. on true events. You know, yeah, things right. Like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. What about you? You got another thing to add? We'd love to hear from you. 780-421-1039. You can call. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, if you didn't have a choice and you were forced to watch either a scary movie or scary TV show or a sad movie or TV show, really sad, really scary, which one would you choose? Derek texts in and says, I would pick a scary movie, but like most married men, it's going to be a sad movie if your wife is sitting next to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. This text came in, I'd rather a sad movie if you're looking for a good cry. Watch From Scratch on Netflix. From Scratch? I guess. Okay. You ready, Chris? You better write that down. All right. What about Marley and Me? Oh. <laughs> now, why? Right in the gut. <laughs> also, that show sucks. Like, it's not a good movie, but it'll get you. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's not. No? No. Oh. I think anything with dogs, like, oh, Homeward Bound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but they all get back when, like, what's, what's the shadow? Like, shadow comes. Spoiler. <laughs> it was like released in '95. I know. <laughs> Marley and me. Marley doesn't come back. Oh. Oh, I remember holding my dog that looks just like Marley. <laughs> I had to leave, go to the bathroom, and cry. Was that bad? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. For good this time. For Beat real, it. For real. He was pretty sheepish in his video. He's just kind of outside, and there's uh, kind of some apartment buildings behind him, and, and you can tell he's just kind of like, okay, I told you this this time last year, and I know I didn't uh, actually follow through with it, but this time I'm going to follow through with it. I think he's going to follow through with it. I don't think he comes back. I, I think he kind of has to. Yeah. yeah. Right? And like, the thing is, like, retiring of quotations, he's no longer playing football, but he's going to slide right into an analyst position and make $15 million a year. More than that. Did you know <laughs> really? that? Oh, that Tony Romo, 
um, it makes something like a hundred million a year or something. Like I, I no way, somebody really. Somebody was telling me that on the weekend. Yeah, former quarterback now makes. I just a, know him because he used to date Jessica Simpson. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at what he does. He's great. I bet. Obviously, and like everybody, every network will be lining up with a checkbook to get yeah. Tom Brady. Right? Yeah, you're right. He could make more money even. Jeez. Yeah, and then he doesn't have to get run over. Like, yeah. <laughs> why didn't they do this like from the start? Because well, you got to get there first, it. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not like I could just slide in and become an NFL analyst. Why did he bother playing? Why did yeah, he just become an analyst? analyst. <laughs> it just makes complete sense. They would have wanted him. Uh, so we're talking about uh, people that have come out of retirement or retirement hesitation. And we got this text at 780-421-1039. Yeah, they say, good morning, Kiss and Country. I have a coworker who has been retiring for seven years now. And every year he says it's his last. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets close to his last day, he comes up with an excuse to stay another year. One more year. One I feel like year. that text is about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm going to sound like such a woke millennial chud. Yeah. But boomers, yeah. they kind of glorify the grind and like, yeah. obviously work is a lot to them. Yeah. So now that they're retiring, you get a lot of this like, what yeah. do I do now? I don't have any spare time. I have the spare time and I don't know what to do without work. Right. Like, you got to build a life around outside of work, guy and girl. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do, Matt? <laughs> right now? Yeah. The same thing I do when I'm not at work. Hmm. Hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, I do stuff. Get you know? high. Get high. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten high in I know, I know. years. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. First time in my life, I was wrong again. Tony Romo, not a hundred million a year, a hundred million over five years. So there you go. It's uh, like twenty million dollars a year. Uh, to uh, to just be a, a yeah a commentator and a good one too. He actually uh, always speculates what's going to be happening in the play. He's like, okay, they're gonna they're gonna be throwing it to the tight end here. Is he and usually right? He's usually right. Yeah. Well, that man was an NFL quarterback quite recently. Yeah, and a good one. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. So there you go. And they, that person also followed up. I think it was Clayton. Yeah. Said that um, Brady's got a pocket deal for thirty seven million with yeah. Fox lined wow. up. Well, he has got the TV look, so there you he go. He certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little too gaunt. He, he's gotten, well, you know, and that's what happens sometimes, right? Like he's with this uh, whole divorce and stuff like that. Yeah, he looks like he's, he's been lost going a, through a tough time, Lost some weight for sure. So there you go. I don't want the, I want him to be happy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel for his children. He's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. You think? Yeah. I'm sure he's okay. <laughs> sure he's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, talking about retirements with uh, Tom Brady again. If you're just tuning in, the football player is a uh, he retired last year. Then he decided not to retire. Now he officially retired again this morning with a, a video statement he did on uh, his social media account. So uh, yeah, we're talking about retirements. And this text came in. I semi-retired last year at 52 years old. Drove my wife crazy, so I went back to work. Yeah. Yeah. First off, must be nice retiring that early. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What would happen, if you don't know, your husband, Bob, yes. is away for basically half the year working? Yeah, probably more than that. Yeah, he's home about a week a month. He, yeah. You guys hit it rich. He's home, retiring. Do you think you could handle it? No. <laughs> well, maybe if he hit it rich. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, we have stayed married happily for a long time because of this arrangement. <laughs> because he's gone two thirds of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just works for us. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I don't know what to say. Well, we miss each other. <laughs> they always miss each other. <laughs> That's fair. You can't miss that person if they're always there. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, and I have heard from people who are in that stage of uh, almost retired or whatever. They're like. I am going to keep working because my husband at home is driving me crazy because he's retired or vice versa, right? So, yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. It's <laughs> I would, okay. I would say, <laughs> I God forbid when Chris retires, that this would be the case, but he's already home at 1030. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm warming her up to it. Yeah, you're practicing already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time to play Quick Draw. We've got Michelle and Amanda on the line. They're playing for Aaron Perchette tickets to Cook County Saloon. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. I'm wonderful. All right. Well, you sound pretty much identical. So please, after you scream out your answer as loud as you can, uh, as soon as you get it, uh, make sure you say your name at the end of it, too, so we know who said it, okay? Okay. All right. Here we, here we go. Sports equipment that starts with a letter G. Girdles. Yeah? Football girdles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was Michelle? Yep. Okay. There you go. A menu item that starts with a letter L. Lobster. Michelle, Michelle again. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda's just giggling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting crazy. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a good attitude towards it. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. You got a blocker here, okay? Amanda? Amanda, are you there? Yeah, okay. I am. Okay. She's just locked in. Okay. A farm animal that starts with the letter C. Chicken. Cow. Michelle. Amanda. <laughs> chicken takes chicken. it. Chicken. Michelle. Wow. What she came first, the denied. chicken or the cow? The answer was chicken. Okay. <laughs> Michelle. Congratulations, Michelle. You're going to Aaron Perchette. And uh, try again tomorrow, Amanda. Yes, please. Okay. Don't be intimidated by what just happened. <laughs> I tried multiple times at practice to get this far. There you go. That's the secret. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. If I'd be driving with my wife and I would say, hey, did you just listen to that new Dean Brody song? How clever is that? You got the wrong guy. She'd be like, what? What's it about? What do you mean? What's it about? I've got a wife who does not listen to lyrics of songs. She just doesn't. And so she know does she know the ti- she knows the title. She knows the title. Okay. But, but that's as far as she gets. I I don't think she ever really listens to the words. Ever. She says, I I like this the tune. I you know, good beat. You can dance to it, whatever. It's awesome. But she loves country music, but she does not listen to lyrics. Now, I think that's weird. I do. Especially with country music. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, country especially. That's the story, right? I mean, yeah, I'm a lyrics girl. I mean, I'd understand them. Yeah. Fancy. Right. How <laughs> <laughs> could you be a lyrics person not realize that she was a sex worker? Because I just thought the gentlemen were nice. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay people to be nice. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a lyrics girl. So to me, this is weird. I'm more of a... I'm, I gotta say I'm more of a melody beat person. Yeah. yeah. But I think country music makes it easy to be a lyric person even though you're a melody person, right? Because And there's a period of time where country music, like, you know what's in the song. I'm going, I'm dancing in the moonlight. I got my Daisy Duke girl with me in my truck, <laughs> back roads, having a good time. 
But then, like, there's other songs, like, uh, as much as I blast it, Wait in the Truck, or that one where the hook's so good you stick with it. Or like thunder rolls. Thunder You're rolls. Just like wanting to listen to the what is going to happen next. It's yeah. easy to ins- understand the lyrics in a country song. Yes. In other genres, I think it's harder, and you become more of a melody person. That's a good point. I, you know, yeah, because like for example, I mean, rap. I have no clue what's going on. You know, oh, <laughs> the lyrical it's, genius. It's got to be, it, I, and I believe that, but I can't understand. But then when you do look at the lyrics, Matt's right. It's like, holy cow. But we I run that with that, but, and it makes sense. But I don't, yeah, I don't have a clue, so I'm more of a melody person when it comes to other forms of music. With country music, I'm just like, it's all about the lyrics for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's weird if you're not a lyric person. No? You enjoy music how you want to enjoy it. Don't tell anybody, and nobody can tell you how you should enjoy things. Right. Though there's some, like, there's like a power ballad, you think, like, The Hurricane by Bob Dylan, like, just where it tells, like, this deep story. But like Jack and Jack says, like, the thunder rolls. I mean, my heavens. Oh, my gosh, you lean into your radio. Right, right. I didn't know what that song's about. You don't? Thunder rolling, but other than that. Really? And the thunder rolls. What about uh, Papa Love Mama by Garth Brooks? Okay, can you pick a non-Garth Brooks song? (laughs) (laughs) What about friends in low places? (laughs) I know all the words of that one. I think everybody on the planet does. 780-421-1039. You can call or text us. Is it weird or what to uh, not actually pay attention to what's going on in a song? I mean, from a lyrical standpoint. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, is it weird or what to not be a lyric person when it comes to music? Uh, I was talking about the fact that my wife, yeah, no clue. I was, We were listening to uh, In Case You Didn't Know by Morgan Wallen, and I'm giving her fun facts about it, and I'm like, hey, isn't that neat? What a cool song. She's like, ah, yeah, I guess. I never really listened to it, the words, that is. I'm like, what? Yeah, more of a beats person. I think this person puts it perfectly for all of us to understand. A text at 780-421-1039. Lyrics is what separates Weird Al from the artist that he parodies. Okay. And I do love Weird Al. (laughs) Amish Paradise. so much sense. Yes, 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 yes. The best one ever. (laughs) (laughs) This text says, my husband and best friends are in a band together and they have played music for 20 years. They all don't pay attention to lyrics, but they all pay attention to the beat, groove, and feel of the song. Sometimes my hubby and I can get into little disagreements about how you should pay attention to the words. Okay, there you go. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Yeah, I mentioned to Jack and Matt yesterday that my wife's not uh, at all listens. She loves country music. Always has. Loves every song. Just uh, doesn't listen to the words of the song. She's not a lyric person at all. So uh, we asked the question, is that weird or what? She's not alone. This text says, lyrics of songs. My husband does not pay attention to the lyrics either. When we first started dating, we would send each other links to the song of the day. And he once sent me Luke Bryan's Do I? That's when I figured out, yeah, he doesn't listen to the lyrics. Right. If you need a little refresher, Mm. it's like, do I still turn you on when I kiss you? Does the sight of me have you wanting, driving you crazy? Mm -hmm. Do I have your love? Am I still enough? (laughs) (laughs) Do I, baby? (laughs) That wouldn't be a good first dance song, probably. All right. Uh, Yes, Heather? Your wife's crazy. Yeah. It's all about the lyrics. Yeah. No matter what genre. I mean, you go back to classic rock, Stairway to Heaven. And when we wind on down the road. <laughs> exactly. I mean, every genre, the mu- the lyrics 
make the music, I think. Yeah, no, I, I yes. do too. Yes, yes. But we uh, we seem to be hearing from others that uh, that are the same as her. They just kind of listen to the music. and It's they, the beat that catches you. They don't want to overthink it, I guess. Yeah. I guess, but I mean, it's the lyrics that the mood. Yeah. It's either going to make you cry or you're going to dance for joy or... It, it, yeah, I guess, but the lyrics are. I mean, I mean, look at Matt. Matt thought that uh, the thunder rolls was just a song about a meteorological a storm? Uh, storm. Big storm. <laughs> like this guy made there. a song just about a thundercloud. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> Good sound effects, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So uh, it was a couple of days ago on social media, there was a post from the Lang Arena, right in uh, small town Saskatchewan, and. Uh, this is quite the quite the again. This is not to try to paint the picture of this is really hard. But basically, it's almost like there's a, kind of like a drawbridge that comes down onto the ice, and and uh, there's a stair. It's a staircase. And I would say the stairs are about just above glass height. Yeah. So if you've seen a, a, a normal right. arena, like the glass goes to a certain height, but there's a set of stairs above this. Right. Right. And what happens is somebody gets on it, and you kind of weigh it down, and uh, it flops down onto the ice, and that's how uh, the uh, the participants in whatever event, whether it would mm-hmm. be figure skating or ringette or hockey or whatever, they just walk down these stairs and get down onto the onto the ice level. And it looked like it's a kind of a scary situation, like for that first person that's going oh, yeah. on there. Go to our Facebook page; it's up there. Uh, okay, Ethan shared the video; you can see it, and it is wild and making yeah. waves. Yeah. Well, like you said, they have to kind of weigh the stairs down. Right, so, you're going to get past that balance point, and then clang right. <laughs> down it goes. The change rooms, I get, I, I guess, are above it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, there's not, there's not, a, they don't have a zamboni. Uh, there's not a lot of, of of room for things. I mean, it's just a small arena. With the nets are ancient. Yeah. I think the rink is not regulation size. There's no stands. Right, right. There's, I guess, like, I have heard Yeah. the food there yeah. is amazing. Oh, of course. Small town arena food, right? They got a GoFundMe page going. They, I saw that. They've, they've got... Oh, they're making hay with this viral video, are they? They're trying to, right? Smart. Yeah, they're trying to at this exact moment. So that gets to the point of... You know, small town arena stories and your favorite small town rink. You know, man, there's some good ones. Of course, the haunted one in Kalmar. It's haunted? haunted? Well, yeah, you guys, we've talked about this before. Refresh our memories. No, we haven't. We've talked about this before. We have, Derek. I did not know. You block out all haunting. Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A a great man who uh, played hockey there to to quite an elderly age by the name of Mike Carbonic. And uh, we've talked to his family about this, actually. And... uh, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, anyway, at the end of the day, they named the arena after him. And I I wish I should know the story 100%. But now, did he pass away leaving the rink after playing hockey? At the end of the day, there's you know speculation that... I mean, uh, that works with the ghost story. And it makes complete sense. And allegedly, you hear the banging of the pucks when nobody's on the ice along the boards. That's yeah. terrifying. Ghosts aren't real. Remember that. <laughs> it's a nice story, but ghosts aren't real. I'm going to go to Thorsby this weekend. I'm going to check this out. You stop it's by Calmar. Calmar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, there's, of course, uh, the Winfield rink that uh, I I need somebody. <laughs> I, I still, you know, before I'm, you know, set, all said and done, when I was a kid, we played in Winfield. And I'm telling you, there was a spring of water that went underneath the rink. And I remember one time there was a big hole at center ice. And I, I, I you know, I, I remember this absolutely like it, it, it absolutely happened. And they came out with a fire extinguisher and they put some ice down, you know, they put some, some ice and snow and stuff down to cover this hole. And then they fire extinguisher. They used the, for whatever reason, I don't even know why, but, but it was like, and then we played hockey. 
There's a there's a spring or there's some kind of something. a legit river underneath the rink. I'm telling you, there is. And nobody- Are you sure it was like a water main break. <laughs> like, it, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. But who builds a rink on top of a, well, a, a brook? You don't know these things until you get started. You start you're digging. Like, you're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't do this. There, there's yeah, no we'll just way. Keep going. I. You know what? I I swear that happened. I don't think it's a figment of my imagination, but. Uh, you know, um, you know what, what Thorsby Rink. You still talk to people about. They'll say you're from Thorsby, right? And I'll be like, yeah, that was the place with the incredible pie at the arena. Oh yes, people do talk about that. It's like honestly, it's like legendary. And you forget that inside the Thorsby Rink is a bowling alley. It was a bowling alley. <laughs> like, you, yeah, okay, what about the pie? You'd want to talk about small town feel. Yeah. Like, like what are we gonna do? Well, let's put three lanes in there. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, there's a five pin. <laughs> Bowling alley in your rink? I think they were just ahead of their time. They like were. they were the original Reds or like Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Nowadays you get these big multi-sport industrial yes, complexes, exactly. right? Where there's like eight eight rinks, two soccer fields, a gym, and then but now it's better back in the day. They when were it was on just, something. I I love this idea. I think that the sign in Thorsby should say Thorsby ahead of its time. <laughs> and then everybody high. rolls into Thorsby and like, was that sign actually right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to change their slogan again. Okay, well, we want to talk about your favorite uh, small town rink, you know, and what. Uh, I know that Wetaskiwin has an unbelievable candy selection. Sure. Um, Josephsburg, baby. That was the trips from Shrew Park to Josephsburg for practices and games. Yeah. Who's getting got, the greasy fries who, there? Who's got the best burgers? Mm. Even the Shrew Park Arena. It was like a complex back in the day, but I remember that place, the shell attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You don't really have too much on that. It's shocking. I didn't spend a lot of time in small town arenas. <laughs> I was a little sorry, guys. That's all right, and I'm I'm sad for you. I'm sad. I'm kind of sad too. I'll live yeah. vicariously through the stories. Okay. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Call or text us. Let's talk small town rinks. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. You're talking about small town rinks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had three boys that played hockey, and we were in a tournament in Caroline, and that concession in Caroline was the best I've ever had. It was, eh? They had homemade apple pie. <sighs> they had homemade french fries for the poutine. It was just amazing. As a coach myself, watching the kids just devour pie and poutine, <laughs> know that game two is not going well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Gravy kids, we gotta be able to skate. The 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 thing is, it's the parents chowing down on the food because yeah. they're so hungover from the night before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah usually parents oh gosh, road trip. Yeah. This is why they have the good food. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it's for us, not for the kids. The parents and the kids took over a hotel and made everybody else's night there miserable. God forbid you're on the same floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why they rule out. There's no mini sticks allowed in hotels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Hey, well, watch out, water slide. You're gonna get pulled off the wall. No mini sticks and no, no mini bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it right there. <laughs> Chris, you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, ho hum. Just another quiet day in traffic. Oh, that hurts. Stay off the white mud if you can. If you can. Uh, 
Talking about Lang, Saskatchewan, the small town arena there where they actually, you literally, there's a staircase that, that comes down and uh, that's how you get down onto the ice. And we're looking for, yeah, your favorite memories of small town arenas. It's pretty impressive. Jasper Arena, fantastic home cooking by Bubba. Okay. Have you ever played in either band for Jasper, Chris? I never have, no. No. Have you? No. No. Yeah, they have tournaments there for sure. sure. Yeah. All right. Logan texts in and says, My hometown rink is the Millet Agriplex Arena. I spent most of my weekends there, and they always had the best poutine and buffalo chicken. Millet Arena. Here we go. It's got like, a, I think, an Olympic size ice. Jeez, really? It's, it's bigger than the normal one, right? Too much skating. But I got a friend named Grant Biller. He still tells us every time I see him, he brings up this story. I was playing for the Thursby Flyers in beer league hockey, and I was coming on the ice. They were coming off, and I came off on the ice, and somehow somebody went by me really fast and twirled me around. <laughs> Like a cartoon? Like a cartoon. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like the roadrunner goes by I, the coyote. I landed right on my head. <laughs> it was like in one of those tops that spins. <laughs> Ouch. The Millet Arena. Yeah. Good that, times in Millet. That was concussion number eight. <laughs> Probably should have taken some time off after that game. No, there was no such Skate it off. <laughs> exactly. It'll be fine. I, yeah, I saw some things. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about that, uh, rinks. This text says, Glendon, Alberta has one of the best hockey rinks to go to. The food, the concession is all Ukrainian and so yummy. Josephburg is pretty fabulous small town as well. Glendon, RCMP Hockey Arena beats all. The concession band, the nice folks that run it. Josephburg is uh, like a big kind of a Quonset-shaped thing, I remember. It's kind of a legendary one. Has anybody brought up Viking yet? Because that one, seen it. That one doesn't count. Uh, Viking, they lost their rink. Like a lot of these rinks, unfortunately, burned down at some point. And, of course, they've got the Sutters there, and they did a huge fundraising thing. Oh, yeah. That Viking rink is like... It's probably amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable. Right? Like yeah. when you get the backing of these millionaire coaches. Yeah, yeah. It's The Viking rink is something you got to see for sure. I like the ones, and we, we, we're reminiscing off air, Chris, is yeah. like the outdoor rink. We, I remember right. playing in outdoor games during minor hockey week. Yes, Yes, well, prior to Millet having a rink, I know we played outdoors, and I remember being so cold that, uh, you know, Mom put a scarf on you underneath your helmet. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Oh. We had a guy on our team, uh, one of the dads, swore by putting cayenne pepper in your skates to keep your feet warm. <laughs> really? Yes. I think it was more of a placebo than anything. Like, right. okay, boys, your feet are going to be all right. Put some cayenne pepper. Oh, and our socks just all came out red, right? What about Frank's red hot sauce? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's 837. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. If you're just tuning in for the first time or uh, you're not aware, uh, our own Jack is uh, with child. Yeah, very much so. With child. <laughs> what is this? The 1600s? My lord, I believe she I is with child. Like Mother Mary. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode right. of Game of Thrones. <laughs> She's Prego. Okay. He's Prego, fam. It's lit. Fire. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Major Prego. Yeah, yeah. We're just. Like any day now. <laughs> Counting the minutes. <laughs> Every minute is one more minute that she's on the air with us. Yes, it's, we made it. It's just kind of the way it goes. So, you got a weirder what for us. I do. So, there is a growing trend right now that I was made aware of that if you are delivering at the hospital, 
The growing trend is to bring your labor and delivery team as well as the postpartum team, because they're two different units, gift baskets as like a thank you. And you know I love my thank you cards. And I know, Matt's rolling his eyes, because you would never do something nice for somebody. (laughs) I do nice things for people all the time. You're you're, such a hardo. No, I'm not a hardo. This is a huge thing. If you look it up online, there is a growing trend of these women bringing these baskets to thank their teams. And so there's a whole list of like the number one things that nurses are requesting that are on these units. And that includes pens, hand cream, lip balms, candy, treats, coffee pods, like for Keurigs, uh, gum and sparkling water. And just like a thank you. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for whatever. Pushing me through this. Literally. <laughs> yeah. That's what the baby said. Yeah. So I didn't do, I was horrified because I did not do this for my last two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So I think I'm going to do it this time. But it's also a lot of planning because like you go into the hospital and you're like, the gift baskets. I need the gift baskets. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to have a baby. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> More ways than one. Well, okay. I believe the strain on our healthcare system is large and these nurses do deserve better yeah Yeah. and doctors but i don't think it comes from the patients right (laughs) you're doing this to flex on everybody else look how much better i am than everybody else that came and had a baby here i gave you hand cream a gift and that has come up in the blogs too like lots of moms are saying okay there's so many people that aren't in this position that can't do this right right man it's, I don't know. I get it. Matt, I don't think it's weird, obviously. But Matt uh, Matt said at the very beginning of this, when will it ever stop? Yeah. When will it ever stop? This is just like, oh, can't you just give him a high five on the way out with your baby and be done with it? <laughs> nope, not anymore. Wait, and you, you legit are thinking about doing this? Yes. She's doing it. I oh, am going to do she's it. She's probably already bought the stuff. I did. <laughs> it's like, the hand cream is in my bag. Like, when can you Give just let it rest? Like, just be kind. Treat them with respect. They'll treat you with respect. You have your baby. They do your job. You do your job. And that's a great point, too, right? Like, they are doing their jobs. But you start tipping them, you leave a 20 on the nurse, <laughs> nursing station? You know, it's hard. First yeah. text in, don't get me wrong, I love hospitals and the hospital staff and everyone. My daughter's a nurse, but oh my God, giving them a gift for doing their job um, was something for something really good. I really, anyway, the bottom line is I have uh, gotten a gift from a student, school, or parent. In fi- I haven't gotten a, a gift from a student. I'm a teacher. I'm just doing my job, basically, is what they're saying. I... Yeah, I would say that the majority of people are going to say this is ridiculous. This text right here, you see, you're absolutely right. My wife works in an ICU as a delivery nurse, and yes, they get gifts all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think people that work in that industry are going to say this isn't ridiculous. You know who needs more gifts? Radio announcers. Well, ironically, Matt, we just got a text from Megan from the Stollery, and they just dropped off a, a gift basket for us with some food and stuff in it. So maybe we're no better, so Matt. So Matt, oh, Matt's oh, he gone. left. He's going to accept <laughs> for doing his job. Yeah, you were just doing your job, Matt. She didn't have to do that. <laughs> But yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> this is the situation. Exactly. Yeah, but like, I would think the same of her if she didn't do that. <laughs> but uh, it's nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a tough spot. I don't know. Let me tell you, all those hardos at the stallery. Yeah. It just, it's weird, man. It's weird. Can't we just, like, have this baseline of in society in which we just respect each other and we don't have to give each other gifts like this? Another text just feels like the tipping culture has gone way too far. Yeah. All right. I think Jack is 
the conductor of the train. <laughs> I am not. I didn't do this my last two, and I'm embarrassed. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. All right, Jack's having a baby, and uh, number three, this time around, she's going to do it right and to give gifts to everybody involved in uh, the delivery process, right? Apparently, it has come to my attention that it is a growing trend to have a gift basket for your labor and delivery team and a gift basket for your postpartum team just to say thank you. Okay. I didn't know this, and I am horrified <laughs> that I just went in and had a baby and didn't do anything <laughs> for like, these people. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I know. It sounds silly, but now that you think about it, they do a lot for you. Sure. It's part of the process. <laughs> this deck says, I'm a lawyer. I wish someone would give me a gift. I work really hard for my clients. There you go. All right, there. Quit billing me at all hours of the day, lawyer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I work on a general surgery unit, and there is no way we ask for gifts. I mean, we do get the odd thank you card that we appreciate it, but in no way are patients obligated to give us gifts. You know what? I just thought of something. What? I can't believe it, but it was over 50 years ago when I got my circumcision, I left a tip. <laughs> can you say that on the air? <laughs> yes, you sure you can. Let me tell you, I didn't leave a tip, if you know what I mean. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Shocking, you kept it all to yourself. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.